just because you have you have perceived less time that like it's a all or nothing. That's not what it means. It just means like what does your do whatever it takes in this chapter of your life look like? You know, when you have a, an eight month old versus a, a four year old versus a seven year old versus a ten year old, the time that you have in your day is going to shift, you know, just not just from baby to 18, but it's going to shift, you know, 17 times during, you know, that, um, that child's lifetime and us as mothers, as parents who are entrepreneurs, who are almost taking care of two babies, a, a business and an actual baby, um, what that looks like. Hey mama, I'm Jessica Satani and I am obsessed with all things mindset, motherhood, and entrepreneurship. With my bachelor's in psychology, I quit my nine to five to start this new adventure called the online business world. When I originally started as a virtual assistant back in 2020, I took a leap of faith and quit my corporate job before I was making any income at all. Then four weeks later, made more than I had ever made at any job. Since then, I pivoted to become a mindset coach. Then after coaching dozens of clients, and giving birth to our first baby, I felt called and inspired to pivot again, but slightly different this time. I became a mompreneur coach. Now, as a mompreneur coach, I help you simplify your life from the inside out. All things mindset, self-care, decluttering, and time management. I do this by teaching you how to take back control over your mindset and behavior, maximize your time with structure and purpose, fuel yourself with powerful self-care routines, and show you how easy it is to declutter and beautify your home with simple, simple tips. So grab your favorite drink, a notepad, and get ready to feel inspired, empowered, and fulfilled one episode at a time. Hey mama, I'm your host, Jessica, and welcome to the Simplified Life for Mompreneurs podcast. In this week's episode, I'm going to share an interview where I was brought in as the guest speaker. Sabrina Victoria, the creator and CEO of Human Better 365, Sober Society, speaker, entrepreneur, and the host of Her Nation podcast, had me on to speak on crushing your goals. This was by far one of my most favorite interviews, so I hope that you're excited to learn some simple tips to crush your 2023 goals. So let's jump right in. Hello, 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 and welcome to today's episode of Her Version. This podcast is dedicated to sharing stories of struggle and triumph, a platform that allows individuals to tell their truth in order to inspire and uplift others. For those of you that are new to this podcast and like content like this, make sure you hit that subscribe button, follow, like, and share. I am your host, Sabrina Victoria. Let's jump right in. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Her Version. The Her Version platform is built on storytelling our version of our story and the understanding that many times our greatest learning experiences come from listening to other people's stories. Today, I'm speaking with an amazing woman named Jessica Satani. Jessica is a mom entrepreneur who prides herself on the motivation, discipline, and consistency that attributed it to all the things she has in her life today. With a bachelor's in behavioral science and certifications in an array of areas, including business and mindset, Jessica is here today to share her journey and ways in which we can all start to uh, dive into the new year with a goal-getter mindset that is committed to crushing our goals and heading into 2023. Welcome, Jessica. How are you? you so much. I am doing so good. Thank you for having me here. I am over the moon. So thank you. 
Yes, thank you so much for being here. It is ladies like you who understand the mission, who take some time out of your day to hang out with us on this podcast, to share bits and pieces about your journey, your story, and how you got to where you are now as far as your mindset, your health, where you're sitting now in your journey. Uh, So many of us have ups and downs and twists and turns and all the stuff that goes along with it sometimes. And I love it when um, women are open to sharing some of that and, and letting us in uh, in order to give inspiration and to give, um, you know, some motivation to those that are maybe in a dark place. Yeah, absolutely. No, thank you. It, like I said, it really is an honor to be here and to be able to share my voice. So thank you for providing this space. Yes, of course. So tell everyone where you're from and kind of just, you know, sentence or two about you. Yeah. So I am from Utah. It is cold. Sabrina and I were just talking about this. It's going to start snowing again next week or the next few days. So I am just grateful that I'm able to stay home with my baby, not have to drive and commute. So just got to be thankful for the little things. And I am a mompreneur coach. I help mompreneurs simplify their lives from the inside out. So all things that have to do with mindset, self-care, decluttering, time management, all that good stuff. And so I am so, so passionate about it. And I love being able to see mompreneurs transform their lives through the small and simple things that they can do daily. So that's where the power is. So that's a little bit about me. And I am a first time mom. So my baby's actually eight months, eight months yesterday. And he is just the cutest little thing ever. So yeah. I love it. I remember eight months. My son is now 18 years old. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It literally happens that fast. I still remember like, I loved being pregnant. I I have one child that I gave birth to. Um, And I, I still vividly remember like him pushing on my belly and just loving, like loving that there was just somebody that was just like with me and hugging me and like on me. Um, all day, every day. And, and now he's 18. It's just oh my crazy. Time goes by so fast. I mean, I feel like I still have a newborn, but he's eight yeah. months. Right? Yeah. Crazy. It just flies. Um, well, I'm really excited to have you here. You know, one of the things that I love to ask my guests is about pivotal moments. I think that so many times these things happen in our lives and it isn't until we look back at them where we're like, oh, wow, like that was actually a big moment for me in my world. But while it's happening, it just feels like a challenge and a struggle and, you know, screw this and I can't handle this and I, you know, I want to run away. Um, yeah. And then we look back and, and that's when we actually kind of see a lot, a lot of the, uh, the learning points. But I want to ask for you personally and your story, your journey, what would you say was a story that you feel comfortable sharing with us that kind of changed your life or, or gave you a pivot in your life? And then what did you learn from that story? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, I was thinking about this and I had a couple things come in mind, different experiences that I've had. And then I kept going back to one that is one of the biggest reasons why I continue moving forward in my business and in life as a mom and in life in general, like I said. And this goes back all the way to when I was 13 years old. 
It's insane. I So one of my biggest dreams ever since I was a kid, I wanted to become a professional dancer. Like those dancers that dance for J-Lo, for Janet Jackson, like those amazing, amazing dancers. And so one of my good friends um, who's, well, I probably won't mention the name right now, but anyways, her and I would go to these dance concerts. We were 13. And there was this guy, he was probably just a few years older than us, that was incredible, incredible. He was just, our eyes immediately went to him. And every single concert that we would go to, we would just be watching him. He was just so good. So all these dance concerts that we would attend motivated us to take dance lessons. So we're like, let's do this. We're going to be so good. So we started taking these dance lessons. And very soon I realized, I'm like, this is harder than I thought. Like, how am I not like this person who is just so good? And this guy is important in the story, which is why I'm mentioning him. But we started doing, you know, we would go to these rehearsals and then we would have our own concerts and it was great. We were 13 and then we thought it was a good idea to start comparing ourselves to the other girls in in our team. They were a little bit older than us, so probably had a little bit more experience or not, but we just thought like we weren't as good. And it probably didn't help that my friend and I like talked to each other about that instead of motivating one another. And so um, one day, and I still cringe at this, one day right before our class started, we were just waiting in the hallway. And then I don't remember who said this first, but one of us said, we should just quit. Like, what if we just don't, we don't just go back to class because we're not that good. The other girls are better. We're never going to reach what we actually wanted. And so we agreed. We're like, yeah, let's, let's just quit. So we literally walked out of the dance building, called my brother who was 16. And I asked him like, Hey, can you pick us up? Like, we don't want to dance anymore. He's like, sure, whatever. Picked us up and we never went back. And I still cringe because I often think back and I'm like, what if, like, what if I would have continued? Now, here's where this guy comes in back into the story. The one that was amazing. He has danced for JLo, for Chris Brown, for Neo, for all these amazing um, celebrities. He is incredible because he never gave up. Sure, he might have started when he was five or six years old. But he he reached his goal. Me, on the other hand, you know, I think back and I'm like, probably would have been a professional dancer. So that story of that regret, that pain has moved me to not give up when times are so, so hard. Wow. Oh my goodness. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Talking about looking back on that one. Can you tell us what a dance concert is? Like you're 13. What is, I don't even know what a dance concert is. Yeah. No worries. So, um, we would just go to this, I want to say like dance concert. Basically they have these different numbers that they dance to like hip hop, jazz, um, you name it, maybe Latin dancing and they would be performing on stage and then everybody else the audience would just come and watch them. So there would be a program that you would follow and you would watch. And so we were just so inspired by these dancers, specifically this um, young man who, who is now a star. (laughs) Wow. Did you ever have a pullback? Like, 
a couple weeks later were you kind of like, hmm, really? Yeah, no. And, and like I said, maybe it would have been different if my friend or even myself, like if we helped each other out and said like, no, like, let's, let's not give up. So I've also learned and her and I have talked about this and we're like, yeah, we were, what were we thinking back then that we just both regret that, but it would have been helpful to have a friend or a group, you know, say, no, let's not give up. So power of community is huge. Yeah. 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 100. When you think back about, you know, that story and, and just your journey in general, um, what would you say is a limiting belief that you had growing up that now that you're older and more mature, more wise, you've had to adjust or get rid of completely? Perfectionism. I grew up thinking that I needed to be perfect. This is not something that my parents like taught me at all, but my mom would always tell me like, you can do your best. Like, I believe in you. Like, and of course she wasn't thinking you have to be perfect, but in my mind, I'm like perfection. Okay. And so I was a perfectionist to the core and I have had to change that completely. And yes, it comes back sometimes, but I'm able to recognize it, which is huge, become aware of it and shift my mindset. Now, I believe that imperfect action is what's going to exponentially give me the results that I want because I'm showing up every day, even when I don't feel like it, even when I don't want to, or even when I don't even know where to start. It's just showing up imperfectly. Yeah, that that, that actually goes hand in hand with the story. Like you, were, yeah. you wanted to be perfect like so fast. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I know I definitely do that. I did that. I definitely, because I, if I wasn't good right away, then like I was too embarrassed to get over the hump to like try. So there was a, like, I never really did sports or dance or anything like that. Um, although I wanted to be a dancer too. I never even tried it. I, it's so funny that you say that. Cause I actually made a YouTube video a long, long time ago about, um, I was like mocking people who meditate. I I used to meditate all the time. So I was just like mocking myself basically. But, um, in my head, I was like in the, in the video, I was talking about how I would have been a backup dancer for Justin Timberlake. Oh my God. It was so funny. I'll have to send you the clip. It was just absolutely hilarious. I haven't thought of that. I probably made that seriously like 12 years ago. Wow. That's awesome though. And I totally get that. And what a great thing to even allow to be heard by younger girls who are 15, 16, 17 years old. They're going to school. They're trying out, you know, thinking about what they're doing for college or whatever it is. And really recognizing that whatever they're thinking about doing or wanting to possibly try out, or be when they grow up that it, it's not always going to come super easy. There is some work that has to go into it. Yeah, exactly. 100% because it's so easy to quit. It's so comfortable and there's not much pain to it at the moment. And so it's like, well, why not? I'll just start something else. But we forget that when you start something else, again, you may be starting from scratch and you're going to have those same feelings again. So 
that's that's important to remember yeah definitely and it's the same with everything it's a great lesson you know um with our relationships and especially with entrepreneurship you know when you when you first came on here you're talking about how you're um an entrepreneur and some of the things that you do and entrepreneurship is very much the same. I mean, there's ups and downs and there's serious learning curves when you're in that. And the way that I always liken, you know, liken it to with, um, you know, the mastermind group that I run and the, uh, the one-on-one clients that I work with is you kind of have to view it as a baby and the amount of, of care and, uh, you know, um, attention that you have to give to your little company or your business or, or what, however you're, um, you know, naming that it's, it goes a long way. And, you know, there's going to be times when you're not really feeling it. You know, like, I'm not really feeling this. I'm not really (laughs) feeling this company right now. You know, I'm not really, uh, wanting to do this, but you have to think of it like a baby. Like you're, you just said you're a new mom. You can't just look at your baby and be like, I'm not really feeling this baby anymore. (laughs) Honestly, I think back on, which is one of the reasons I became a mompreneur coach is because when you're a mom, and I know you know this, right? But I'm a first time mom and I didn't really know what to expect. And I realized very, very soon that, and this may seem really common sense to all moms, but when you're a first time mom, you don't know what, what is what really. And I realized, wow, I don't have that much time. (laughs) I, where I was, I was able to work so much before on my business, now I have my baby. Now my baby is obviously my priority and I don't even feel like myself anymore. Like what, what are my dreams? What are my goals again? Like, what is my business? How am I supposed to take care of my baby and my business at the same time? Like, how does that happen? And I experienced a lot of postpartum anxiety where I was just worried about half the world basically. And it was so hard because I come from a background of psychology of getting my degree in that with coaching and mindset. And now I'm experiencing all these things that I would tell clients to overcome. And so now I'm over here experiencing this myself and figuring out like, this is harder, harder, much harder than I thought. And like you were saying, you know, we sometimes think and logically we say, Yes, I know that we have to have ups and downs, but when we are experiencing it, it's so much harder to have that mindset because success isn't linear. And yes, success may be very different for every single person, but we don't just start from point A and get to point B, just straight line. Wonderful. We invest and everything is just pink and flowers and beautiful and rainbows, right? Like, no, we have these ups and downs. But we need these downs in order to get to these ups. Like they are a must. And so it's so important to understand that. And of course we don't, it's hard to understand it at the moment. But that down that I had in postpartum anxiety and not knowing anything really about life and just feeling like I just came crushing down is what got me to where I am now, which allowed me to have so much clarity. And obviously there's so much more to that, but those moments are so pivotal and so crucial to those up moments. Yeah, definitely. I love that you're talking about being a new mom because, 
you know, a lot, especially living in this era, as far as kind of the hustle era, you know, I feel like the last, you know, maybe five, seven years up until today, we're in this era of like hustle, hustle, hustle. And it can be very depressing if you're a a go-getter type of entrepreneurial mother, um, when you're in this, like, do whatever it takes arena And you, again, we were just kind of, we were literally just talking about this last Monday at our mastermind, as far as like, what does do whatever it takes mean for you? Because it doesn't mean the same for me with an 18 year old as it does for you with, uh, with an eight month old, eight month old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that just because you have, you have perceived less time that like, it's a all or nothing. That's not what it means. It just means like what does your do whatever it takes in this chapter of your life look like? You know, when you have a, an eight month old versus a, a four year old versus a seven year old versus a 10 year old, the time that you have in your day is going to shift, you know, just not just from baby to 18, but it's going to shift, you know, 17 times during, you know, that, um, that child's lifetime and us as mothers, as parents who are entrepreneurs, who are almost taking care of two babies, a, a business and an actual baby, um, what that looks like, what that ebb and flow in our world looks like. And I love that one of the things that you talked about was time management, because that is one of the crucial things as far as really organizing our days as mothers and recognizing like, hey, the way that I'm managing my time now with an eight month old is going to be way different than the way I'm managing my time when my son is four or five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned personal development. What would you say? Um, well, first of all, why did you get into personal development? Why did you even choose how did you stumble across it? So I am so passionate. I love everything that's to do with personal development. And this actually goes back to the way I was raised. My parents were into like um, MLMs, a lot of MLMs when, when I was just a newborn. And so they came across personal development when I was just a baby. So yeah. I grew up in that environment where everything was very motivational, like books and documentaries, um, like the secret, for example, I watched it when I was like 11 years old. And so I grew up in that, um, environment where it was very familiar. Like I kind of knew of it because my parents would talk about it. They would read books, they would teach us. And then once I got into high school, I took psychology classes and I was just fascinated. I'm like, I feel like everything just makes sense with my parents are teaching me. And then here's all these, you know, psychology classes. So that's how I stumbled. Um, well, I guess I just kind of grew up and was raised with that. And then I went to college, got my degree. Then once I started my business, I came across mindset coaches and I was like, what, where have I been? Where has this world been in my life? So that's a little bit of how I got into it, which is yeah, I kind of was just raced with it. I love it. When you run into, and again, you know, just because uh, Jessica and I are familiar with personal development and we've done, you know, work on ourselves, you know, our mental and emotional health, does it mean that just all of a sudden our struggles just disappear? We have no more challenges. All nice. of these- all I know, all it means is that when they do come into our world, 
we are better equipped to handle it. And not, and again, not fully equipped to handle it because it's an ongoing thing, but better equipped. And, and as we recognize things that, um, that we are personally are struggling with, then we have to dig into that arena of wherever that struggle is and figure out what that is for ourselves. But um, where you are now, as far as your journey goes, what would you say, or could you give us some examples of maybe the first few steps that you take when you are coming into a challenge, right? Because people right now, right now listening to us live, we have people listening to us live right now. We have people that are going to be watching us on the replay, um, which if you are, if you could hashtag replay, we would appreciate that. So we can send you some love and see where you're watching us at. But they're, they're watching us right now and they're like, good for you, Jessica. Good for you. You know, because it's hard when you're in the middle of a challenge or when you're in the middle of a struggle or when you're in the middle of darkness. So when you're in the middle of something like that, or you're coming into something like that, what are some steps that you could share with us as far as what you personally do to kind of clear your mind, clear your emotions, have a better way of dealing with things that you could give to us as some options? Absolutely. Great question. Because I was thinking back of when I was going through my postpartum anxiety like that. I feel like that was one of the probably hardest times that I or time that I've experienced in my life so far, because I like you were saying, you know, I'm like, I have my degree. I've coached. I read all these books. And where's all my knowledge going when I was feeling so deep in that hole? Right. And I didn't know what to do, where to start. And it was so even hard to even think of. And I'm a big dreamer. I love to dream and obviously go towards those goals. But I kind of felt like I was not dreaming anymore. And I would literally, I felt like I was just surviving. I felt kind of numbed. And fortunately, I had my mom where she was able to come every day um, with, you know, be with my newborn while I would go in the shower and I would have something to eat. And it was literally in the shower where I would start thinking again, but it was still kind of vague, not very clear. And I decided, I'm like, I just need to do something from my experience, from what I have studied and from what I know, I need to get my body moving. And I'm not talking about doing a one hour workout. I'm not talking about hiking a mountain. I mean, if you want to do that, fantastic, but that's not me. So I moved my body by decluttering. Now I'm not talking about decluttering my entire house. It was literally just her closet. I didn't even know how to start, but I just looking at how messy it was, didn't help my mental clarity. It brought more anxiety and more stress. So I moved my body, literally just pulling things out little by little and then trying to get a vision of like, how do I want this to look? I even Googled, I even YouTubed ideas. And then I started putting things together. Once it looked organized for me, organized enough, crazy enough, that brought so much mental clarity. I felt so accomplished because I did something from point A to point B. 
that brought mental clarity. And so the first step that I would say is take action. So literally get up and move, do something that you've been wanting to do for a long time and get it done, get it accomplished. Don't go all out. Don't expect perfection. But that energy, the fact that you're physically moving your body and accomplishing something that could be very small to someone, but could be huge to you is going to help you feel a certain way because you have that mental clarity. And then that mental clarity allowed me to dream again. I started thinking of my goals again. What is it that I want to achieve? I started journaling. I started to really allow just ideas to flow and for me to record them. So I would say the second step is to start thinking of your goals. What do you desire and would love, love, love to achieve? Not not adding any restrictions of time, money, just dream big. Because there's a reason why that's in you. That would be the second reason. And then the third reason is moving towards that goal. So what I did for me, how that looked was investing in myself again, investing in my self-care. That looked into hiring a fitness coach. For me, that's how it looked. Into my business again, hiring a business coach. That's how it looked for me. So I would say it's wonderful to dream big, but if we're not willing to stay consistent in these um, daily habits that we need to establish, then the truth is we're not going to achieve them. So what can you do realistically based on your season of life that you can do every day or however often you, you need to do that, but just staying consistent. So again, the first one, just to kind of recap is to get your body moving, do something that you've been wanting to do, whether that's decluttering a drawer closet or going on a walk for 30 minutes a day. The second one is to write down your goals, start thinking of what you would desire long for. And then the third one is to do something that's going to help you achieve that goal. But be realistic. I used to hate that word, be realistic, because I felt like it limited me, but I feel like it doesn't. It actually allows me to be free because it makes me realize this is what I can do based on my season of life every day that's actually helping me to reach my goal. So that's what I would say. Absolutely, great list. I love that. What's the number one lesson that you've learned about life? That time doesn't stop. Time doesn't stop, but you can stop. You can either allow time to work for you or against you. So at the end of the day, you're going to be lying on your bed and you're going to be proud that you took action on whatever it was that's moving you towards your goal. Or you're going to feel bummed out because you deliberately chose not to because you weren't feeling it or you didn't know where to start or how to start. So that has been the biggest thing. Time doesn't stop. Continue doing what you're doing can either help you or derail you. As a ex um, perfectionismer, <laughs> perfectionist. Okay, that's it. Perfectionist. As an ex perfectionist, are working on it. Um, what would you say? What does success mean? To me, success means consistency. Am I showing up? And I feel like this seems to be my answer for a lot of 
the questions is because I'm so passionate about it and I have seen great results and I'm in the midst of it as well, where consistency is key. If I showed up today, I spent five minutes cleaning up my kitchen counter right after I cooked. If I spent five minutes doing a workout, if I spent five minutes taking care of myself and my mindset, that is success. Because all these little things that I do daily, sure, I may not see the results that I want tomorrow or maybe in a month or maybe in a year. But the law, the fact is that you will see the results that you want. All it takes is just time. Time will pass. But are you willing to use time for you by showing up every day? So for me, success is, did I show up today? That's what it is. And I totally agree with that consistency thing. I think sometimes people like to make it a little more complicated than it actually is. It's kind of like working out. Like people are like, which one works? Which diet works? Which exercise? They all work. You just do it. (laughs) Exactly. Same with business. It's, I've seen this a lot and I've experienced it myself as well, where it's like, I'll invest in this coach because she's promising X, X, Y, and Z. And I do it, sort of do it, or I may do it to the T. I may not see the results that I want within the timeframe that I want. Yeah. Next person, next person. I'm not saying investing. I'm all about investing. I've invested so much in my business, but it's not so much about like the strategy or the exercise or the diet or whatever you name it. It's about doing it consistently every single day or however, however much you need to do it. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's the biggest one with like, you know, sales how to get more clients, how to get more clients. Like what's the secret? There is no secret. Just every day you have to talk to people. You have to talk to people every day. You talk to people every day about about your business and you close people. um, Then, you know, then yeah, the consistency, the, the, um, and results will eventually even out. Uh, And that's the same, that's the same with everything, with love, with relationships, with your career, with your, with your money, with your sales. Um, with your friendships, like you have to show up um, consistently, consistently with empathy, with love in your heart. And, um, you know, the, the correct things will come into your life for sure. Absolutely. So um, I want to take a moment really fast because we have quite a few people watching this live. Thank you so much for being here and for hanging out with us. We so appreciate that. If you are watching us on the replay, if you could, like I said, hashtag replay so that we can see you and we can send you some love. But I want to ask Jessica, I know we've talked a little bit um, about entrepreneurship and business and kind of dabbled in some of the stuff that you um, that you do for your world. But I would love kind of just for you to give us a rundown of, you know, what you do, what your business is and how you help all the humans. Absolutely. So um, as I had mentioned earlier, I am a mompreneur coach and I help mompreneurs simplify their lives. And so after, you know, talking about all these things of being consistent, consist, consistent, um, it's the fact that it really, life really can be that simple when we take action. Now, I'm not saying the life isn't hard and that, you know, sometimes failure really sucks. And I, 
yes, I agree because I've been there, you know, and, and we're all on this journey and we all have different stages and seasons of life, but helping mompreneurs simplify their lives is what I am so passionate about because it all starts with our mindset. Our mind is where everything is at. If you have your mind in the right place, you will have your business in the right place, your mom life, your wife life, your life in general is going to be in the right place, even when sometimes it may seem chaotic, even when there are things that you cannot control, you can control your mind. And so you can take control of your of your life by organizing, decluttering, by taking care of yourself and taking care of your time. I know, speaking from experience, that sometimes we can feel like we're the victims of time. We're like, I don't have time because my baby's crying and he needs me. I don't have time. I have to go pick up the kids from school or you name it. So many different things that we're busy, right? But taking control of our time is going to be a huge shift in our lives and in our business. So that is my mission is to help entrepreneurs simplify their lives from the inside out, meaning from their mind and taking action from the external. And um, what was your other question? The last one? I have no idea, but where can people find you on social media? Absolutely. So on Instagram, that's where I spend most of my time. So it's at Jessica period mompreneur underscore coach. I spend a lot of my time there on stories, um, posts, even my DMs. On Facebook, I have a private community called Simplify Your Mind, Simplify Your Life, and specifically for mompreneurs. Um, In that community, we host monthly accountability calls. These are all for free to hold each other accountable, to mastermind, to encourage one another, because as mompreneurs, we need that. Sometimes it can feel really lonely, and so it's nice to meet other mompreneurs. So that's where you can find me. I'm on TikTok as well. Same handle as Instagram at Jessica period entrepreneur underscore coach. What are your big dreams for your business? Oh goodness. So one of my biggest dreams is to help a million mompreneurs. I would love to be able to see their lives transform through the simple daily things that they can do. And by doing that, I am actually in the middle of creating my course Uh, Fulfilled Life Made Simple, which I will be launching beginning of this next year, as well as my podcast. I'm going to be launching that as well. And um, I would love as well to be able to hire a bigger, a big team. And in addition to that, um, it would be amazing to hold yearly retreats of mindset and self-care. So those are my big, big business goals for the next few years. But that's what I'm working towards. I love that. That's fantastic. Why do you do what you do? Because I know my potential. I know that my dreams are so reachable. I just have to stay consistent. And the pain of not achieving that and of not showing up is so much bigger than not doing what I'm supposed to be doing every day. And that dream obviously and clearly includes my son, our future children, my husband, being able to help them achieve their goals would be literally my 
dream come to life. And so I know that that's doable and that's my why. That's my biggest, biggest why. Fantastic. Well, I thank you so much for being here, for hanging out with us, for sharing some of your past story with us. What are your closing thoughts as we wrap up? My closing thoughts it would be that I encourage all mompreneurs, all women, all females to figure out what your why is. Have an emotional connection to your why. Whatever it is that you are doing in life, you are enough. You are worth it. And remember that these amazing, successful entrepreneurs that you see online, they all had a chapter one. What you see on social media most of the time is their chapter 50, chapter 100. So remember that you have a chapter one. They have a chapter one. And keep going every day, even when you don't feel like it. This is why your why is going to be so crucial here, because that's what's going to drive you. And even when you don't want to, you will still get up and do what you need to. So keep going. You are enough right now at this point. This could be your chapter one or chapter 20, but it will have ups and downs. So just keep going. You will have what yeah. you want. Yeah, 100%. I think it's important to recognize when we're in a niche. It could be anything. It could be dance. It could be photography. It could be comedians. It could be a banker. It could be anything. A lot of times when you're in that industry, you're surrounding yourself or you're paying attention or you're focusing to on other people that are in your same industry. And it can all of a sudden look really small. It could look like, oh my gosh, everybody is trying to be a real estate agent. Everybody's trying to be a coach. Everybody's trying to get into the Olympics or whatever it is. And I think it's really important for us to recognize that there's enough room. There's First of all, there's enough room for everybody. And two, um, exactly what you said. There's steps mm-hmm. that you have to take. So Absolutely. everybody was on, Tony Robbins was on step one. Mm-hmm. You know, Sam Walton, who created Walmart, was on a step one. Like he had at one point a little tiny itty bitty store. You know, some of these big chain restaurants, they started with a little tiny itty bitty restaurant. Um, so you're just on your step one and the, the, the idea or the uh, goal, the focus is to get to step two and then step three and then step four and then step five. So very similar to your dance story. You can't stop, you know, when you're, um, you know, a few classes in or a few steps in you have to keep rolling with it. And then before you know it, you're dancing on the stage with Drake. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Yes. Such a great story. I love that. Well, I so appreciate you being here with us, Jessica. This was absolutely phenomenal. For those of you watching live or on the replay, if you resonated with Jessica and all the goodness that she shared today, make sure that you connect with her on her social media. Um, she did say a few of them. And then also the Insta. She'll also be tagged in a few things. So make sure you check her out, follow her, drop into her DMs. We'd love to connect people here on this platform in order to make sure that we all continue to rise. Thank you so much for joining us here on her version. This community is expanding every single day and is filled with females who are striving to do better than they did yesterday. 
Well, Mama, what did you think? I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did. And of course, I have to ask, what are two takeaways that you got from this interview? So you better know that I'm going to say, send me a DM on Instagram and let me know. Remember, you can follow me, send me a DM at Jessica period mompreneur underscore coach. Can't wait to hear from you, mama. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you are notified every single week as I release a new episode on Mondays. Also, feel free to share it with another mompreneur and follow me on Instagram at Jessica period mompreneur underscore coach. And of course, you can definitely find this in my show notes as well. Until next week, mama, sending you all my love as always.